Hello, I am Brother Chris, and welcome to One Living Word, where we examine and share spiritual lessons from one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Holy Spirit Anointing, based on our reading of Acts chapter 11, verses 12 to 16. Let us hear what the Word of the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And the Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa, and call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee words, whereby thou and all thy house shall be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell upon them, as on us at the beginning. Then remembered I the words of the Lord, how that he said, John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. There are many of us today who want to go to heaven, but we are not willing to do all that God requires. Although we attend church and are actively involved in the work of spreading the everlasting gospel, there are many of us who prefer to lean onto our own understanding than to adhere to the commands we receive from the Lord. Have you ever wondered why many of us find it so difficult to carve out a portion of our day to study the Word of God and to connect with God through prayer? Have you ever wondered why we find the reading of God's Word so boring, but we do not find it boring to sit down and watch our favorite football team play a 90 minutes match? When we read carefully the story of Peter found in Acts chapter 11, there is one very important aspect of the story that we cannot afford to miss. When we are on the battlefield witnessing for the Lord, unless we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are never going to take the message that God wants us to give to his people. We are going to focus on what we think would be best for them and not what we know would be best for them based on directives that we would have received from the Lord. Likewise, unless the Holy Spirit has a positive impact on the lives of those who hear the message that we are preaching, then no one will respond in a positive way to the call to come and follow Jesus. When we, are, when we examine carefully the following verses in Acts chapter 11, we will see the prominent role that the Holy Spirit plays in the work of spreading the everlasting gospel. The word of the Lord said, And the Spirit bade me go with them, nothing doubting. Moreover, these six brethren accompanied me, and we entered into the man's house. And he showed us how he had seen an angel in his house, which stood and said unto him, Send men to Joppa, call for Simon, whose surname is Peter, who shall tell thee things whereby thou and thy house shall be saved. And as I began to speak, the Holy Ghost fell upon them as on us at the beginning. 
Then remembered I the word of the Lord, how he said, John indeed baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. In commenting on this passage of scripture, Matthew Henry made the following statement. That, and I quote, that which put the matter past all dispute was the descent of the Holy Ghost upon the Gentile hearers. This completed the evidence that it was the will of God that he should take the Gentiles into communion. The fact was plain and undeniable. Verse 15, as I began to speak, and perhaps he felt some secret reluctance in his own breast, doubting whether he was in the right to preach the uncircumcised. Presently, the Holy Ghost fell upon them in a visible sign as, as on us at the beginning, in which there could be no fallacy. Thus God arrested what was done and declared his approbation of it, that preaching is certainly right, which will the Holy Ghost is given. The apostle supposes, when he thus argues with the Galatians, receive ye the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith. Here we see the Lord demonstrating to the people who questioned the actions of Peter that it was God who empowered him to take the message of salvation to the Gentiles. It also demonstrated to them that God also wanted the message of the plan of redemption to be taken to the Gentiles. It is important for us to remember that at all times that it is God who will convict the heart of those who, are, who hear the message that we bring to them. As we reflect on this story, it's important for us to realize that without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we are never going to do the will of God. We may plan and execute excellent evangelistic activities that we may see as effective, but unless God is the one who is ordering our steps, we are never going to experience the effectiveness that God wants us to have. We must always bear in mind that like the soul, our job is just to do what the Master commanded us to do. It is not our job to convict or convert the souls of men. It is a job that is assigned to the Holy Spirit alone. I pray that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that He can empower us to ask the said Holy Spirit to fall down on us. This way, we will receive the power from God to do the will of God as it relates to evangelism. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you today for the reminder that you will empower us to do your will. Help us, Lord, to make ourselves available by surrendering our all to the control of the Holy Spirit so that he can empower us to do the work you have assigned, spreading the everlasting gospel. Thank you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers, we pray, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and Holy Spirit-filled